Welcome to Car Therapy! Yay! This is my first solo podcast and I'm really excited that you've decided to at least take a listen to this first episode. If it's not what you like, don't listen to the rest of them. Um, my name is Jessica. A lot of people call me Ava and Zaire's mom or Adolphus's wife, which is pretty uh, fucked up. Oh, quick disclaimer. I curse a lot. If you don't want to hear it, turn it off. Okay? Thanks. Anywho, a lot of people refer to me either as my husband's wife or my kid's mom, and my identity has somehow gotten lost in the sauce. Like, I'm Jessica. I am she. I am her. She is me. Her am I. Why can't you just fucking call me Jessica? Why is it so hard? (laughs) Okay? That is one of the main reasons why I decided to create this podcast, Car Therapy. A lot of my solace, um, a lot of times I meditate in my car. After I drop my kids off in the morning and before I pick them up at night, I have about a 30-minute, maybe 45-minute window to just be by myself, listen to what I want, sing what I want, say what I want, cuss at these drivers, just be at peace with myself. And not just because my kids are out of the car. My husband's not in the car. My stepson's not in the car. I don't have to see the dishes piled up or the fucking bathtub being dirty because nobody's cleaned it or the trash. I have solace in my car. I have literally had some of the best conversations within the past five years in this car, which is the Chevy Cruze. Um, And why not? Why not record podcasts in a car? Okay? But it's spelled K-A-R because I'll be talking about kids and relationships. Relationships with money, with friends, with family, parents, with spirit, spirituality, all of that jazz. I get to talk about whatever I want. Nobody is controlling it. There is no script. Everything is off the top of my dome. So if you don't like what you hear, you know, stop now. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Because I'm going to be talking some shit <laughs> from, yeah, everything. Abortion zone down to zoology. So... If you have listened this far, congratulations. It took me three minutes to say that spiel. (laughs) Who's checking the time besides me, huh? So a little bit about me. If you don't personally know me, um, again, my name is Jessica. I go by she, her. I am married with two biological children. I have a bonus kid who treats me like the redheaded stepchild, but... You'll hear that on a whole nother fucking episode. Um, I work full time in the medical industry. I live in the Bay Area. And it ain't as cracked up as people would like to believe. Because it's nothing but traffic all the time. Because all these fucking techies and trekkies and leckies. They've came and they've taken over. The price has skyrocketed. And a lot of people who are from here or used to live here have gotten pushed out because of this shit. And it sucks. I'm I'm honestly surprised that we're still living here. We've been very blessed and fortunate. Um, that's, that's really the bottom line. We are very, very, very fortunate. Because it's an awesome place to live. 
It's so much to do, so much to see. The weather is great. You know, it's very diverse. But when you start to cater it to a certain group of people, you leave out the originals. And then they get pushed to Stockton and Antioch, Bay Point and all that shit. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so... I would like to do a quick story time of my life. (laughs) I was born in the 80s, grew up in the 90s. I went to a private, all-girl, Catholic school for high school. And it was the best and worst decision my parents could have made. Because who knows what kind of hoe I would have been. If I would have went to a a co-ed school or to a public school. I'm not saying that I ever was a hoe. But sex is an interesting topic. We're going to... That'll be a whole other episode. I have no problem talking about it. I enjoy the act, obviously, if I've popped out kids. Um, But your teenage years, your hormones is jumping and bumping and thumping. And you want to just test all the waters. So I went to an all-girl private school in high school. It changed my view on a lot of things now when it comes to college child I could list all the places that I attended and did not graduate because life was happening really fast Um, the school that I was supposed to be going to in 2005 got hit by Hurricane Katrina and so I got spooked and punked out of going to school And I pursued a whole different path, which I don't even, I don't even do that shit anymore. I was listening to my mom and taking her advice and that was whack. Um, (laughs) It was just plain old whack. The one thing I can say about not leaving the state and actually staying home is, From 2005 to 2012, I had the opportunity to actually be with my mom and love on her and help take care of her because she passed away in 2012. So in hindsight, everything fell into place how it was supposed to. Um, I was able to see her throughout her last days and just enjoy and love on her and have these great memories that I can cherish. Y'all, excuse me. I don't know what's in my throat. It ain't no dick. But something is caught in my god dang throat. And I am not saying it correctly throat. Excuse me. And I ran out of my water for the morning. So, I'm going to just <laughs> do that a couple times. So, my apologies in advance. That's my college life. Dated people. Had a terrible really 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 bad relationship no abuse physically or verbally or none of that it's just he wasn't good for me he was a fucking pathological cheater he liked falling in other people's pussy all the time and it really it skewed my mind of how relationships are supposed to work and how men are working now mind you my parents were married and were married until my mom died so I don't have no fucking daddy issues like that I might shit we'll talk about that in another episode but dating this one person in particular really made me just be like fuck it all men cheat all men ain't shit if I get one we gonna have stipulations because if you gonna cheat on me you gonna have to fucking cash me out however after that terrible shit happened 
left and cool partner like really we were good friends really 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 good friends it's just in relationships that shit ain't cool it ain't cute it ain't it um but a year and a half later after that massacre of a relationship ended i meet my husband the father of my kids and it only took us about well i said we met at a bar (laughs) okay y'all not ready for this okay we met at a bar me and my cousin were out day drinking we go to downtown oakland we see this bar we had never seen before we step up in there like oh, okay this is kind of cool this man is sitting at a table with his friends and he's just like giving me all kinds of eyes like ooh, la la ooh, look at that mm. now i know i was looking good because i had a sundress on um, possibly a Spanx, so I was a little extra snatched. This is before kids, so my titties were a little bit perky. My booty always been flat, but it had a little oomph to it, like just a little oomph. And I had my real cute wig on and a hat. I know exactly what I wore because I took a picture that day, and it always pops up, and I'm like, oh, she bad. <laughs> Anywho, so I know why he was looking, because bitch was looking good, pre-kid good like i ain't fucking with no dudes good i'm just living my life good and women know that it's a different kind of vibe you give off when you just living and not tripping off of nobody so he's eyeballing me the whole time he finally comes walks over to the table and asks if he could buy me a drink (laughs) i ain't gonna say no shit i used to be an alky for real Anybody got advice? Everybody got advice. Mine was liquor. Like, oof. I could drink a fifth. I could drink you under the table. But I also had a liver disease at the time. So I was just really fucking my body up for no apparent reason. Um, <clears throat> anywho, we go to the bar. He buys me vodka and Red Bull. Because <laughs> that used to be our shit. Like, we used to drink vodka and Red Bull all the time after that. Um, so we're chit-chatting, talking, and then I invite him back to the table. His friends come. Jeez, niggas. And I can say niggas, because in case you didn't know, I'm a black girl. (laughs) They are buying drinks. We having a good time. You know, they're playing pool and fools, but all this shit. It's just a great vibe. I had such a good time that day. Then he decides he's about to leave, and he asked me to walk him out. (laughs) Excuse me. So, I'm drunk. So, I'm like, I'll walk you out. That's good. We walk outside. We exchange numbers. And then he's trying to kiss on me. Like, bruh. Just because you got me some drinks don't mean that you about to be sucking on my face and stuff. We're not doing that. No. That ain't happening. So, I back him up. I'm like, eh, nah, I'm cool. Anywho, that was the start of my current life. Uh, We talked on the phone because he likes calling. He's not a texter. He would call and text. And then after a couple weeks had passed, we had maybe hung out once or twice. He calls me on some bullshit. And I mean like, hey, I don't know who you think you are, but you shouldn't be telling people that you and me and blah, blah, blah. Child, you had the wrong one. I don't know you, sir. Click. 
<laughs> delete, block, all of that. He was out of my life. I was not fooling with cuz. Because you're not going to call me on some bullshit and I just met you. I don't know you from Adam. You the one that wanted to kiss up on me and buy me drinks and hang out with me and take me to little dinners and shit. I don't want shit from you. I could do it myself. But why when I can get that shit for free? So, another couple weeks pass. I don't know how he got through to my line. I'm really not sure if it was like a new number or if I got a new phone. He called me. We hung out. And it was just like that connection was right back. Like, God damn it. He apologized, too, because he was in the wrong and he knew it. And about a few months later, I had a fight party. It was Pacquiao fighting. And he had bought all the food. He asked me to cook some lasagna. And I was like, nigga, I don't cook lasagna. Truthfully, this was the first time I had ever cooked lasagna in my life. Because my dad is like a lasagna master. And I refuse. I refuse to try to compete with that. So... I'm like, all right, I'm Googling and searching, like, asking my dad what are good recipes, and I make this lasagna for this man. Everybody's tearing my food up. I made jello shots. Oh, it was a real situation. It was a fiesta, fiesta. Um, He fell in love with my lasagna, and he told me that. And then the next month, I was pregnant. (laughs) Surprise! I'm knocked out. It's a baby in my belly. How'd it get here? (laughs) I'll never forget, like, oh, shit. It was my dad's birthday. He's born in October. Is this car about to get up? Get your ass over. Um, car therapy. I'm I'm recording as I drive. I ain't even bullshitting. Um, so, it was my dad's birthday. It was their first time meeting Adolphus. And we're sitting at dinner. And I order a drink. And the drink tastes just disgusting. And I'd already had a couple other symptoms. But I was like, I can't be pregnant. No, this isn't happening. Like, I don't even know this man. Lo and behold, after we go to dinner, I tell him, take me to Walgreens because I need to go get a pregnancy test. And um, I saw them two lines. And I was like, oh, my God. I can't. I cannot believe this. Like, I don't even know you, man. Like, what the fuck is happening? Is my life really about to change? I was 26 at the time. And my sister, I told my sister, I was like, I'm pregnant. She was like, you know, you got to keep it because you're hella old and you don't need to be having abortions. I'm pro-choice. I'm pro-choice like a motherfucker. Because some people should have been aborted and weren't. But I really sat back and thought about the things that I wished for in my next mate and what I wanted out of life. And I always told myself, if I have kids, I'm going to have them before 30. Because my parents were older. My mom was 34. My dad was 38 when they had me. I was a surprise baby. Like, completely. My dad had a vasectomy. And I popped up out that dick like, what's good? Um, so... After, like, not even a whole week of thought, I was like, all right, I'm going to keep it. But I had talked to my sister. I would also talked to Adolphus because I'm not about to have a baby by my motherfucking self. I have seen it happen to too many women. It is very rampant in the black community. You got me fucked up. If you can cock my legs open and do what you do, you're going to stay around and raise this baby. 
So he already has a son. I had seen how he parented. We talked about it. He was like, kids are expensive. Like, you know, I'm a, I am want my kid. If you, It's your decision. If you have a kid, that's my baby. I'm going to do whatever I need to do. And he ain't, he ain't lying about that. Um, so, boom, we have a baby in 2015. I'm 27 with my first kid. And I have postpartum like a motherfucker because... I don't have my mother. She is already deceased. My sister is really, oh my gosh, she stepped up so much. Her and my auntie Wynn, they really were so beneficial to me and my well-being after I had my daughter. Um, I, I am forever indebted to them. Like, whew. yeah, because other family members or soon-to-be family members, mm, whole nother subject. But... Have my daughter. I'm experiencing postpartum to the point where I literally had to get therapy three times a week. Like, that shit ain't no joke. <laughs> if you've had a baby and you've had postpartum, it is real. It is serious. And it needs to be talked about during your pregnancy. It needs to be talked about post-pregnancy and a lot of people hide that shit and you shouldn't because your whole life has changed. Your body changed. Your mind changed. You got this person who want to suck on your titty and eat your food and shit on themselves and you got to take care of them before you take care of yourself. Ooh-wee. It's a lot. But we have the baby. I go through postpartum. We still together. About a year and a half later. I get knocked up just like that. Out of nowhere. Like, do we just not believe in birth control? I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Like, where's condoms? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> where is the Nova Ring? Where is the IUD? What is happening? Disclaimer, IUDs ain't cool. Because the last time I had one, that bitch was crip walking in my coochie. And I had to get it taken out because my insides were about to be twisted. So, women don't get them. They ain't cool. Um, we have our son in May of 2017. At that point, I'm 29. Now, remember, I said I wanted to be married, have kids, all that before I'm 30. One day, we're sitting and talking, me and Adolphus, and we decide to get married on his next off day. Because I'm not going to be your baby mama number two, popping out number two, three, four, five. We ain't doing that shit. Let's be a cohesive unit. Let's have the same last name. Boy, give me the motherfucking benefits. <laughs> okay? And that's what we did in 2017. Two months after my son was born, we went to the courthouse with our immediate family, um, our neighbors, and my best friend and her dude at the time because they signed off on our certificate. And we got married. And shit. You think relationships are bad? <laughs> Try marriage. Like, the objective is to stay together, make it work, and don't let petty small shit come between. But considering we had these little kids, we have these little kids, it's always, it's always something. And then my stepson, he lives with us too. So it's like literally a house full of fucking toddlers nonstop because... Can't nobody do shit. Or they too not stupid. They're not educated enough to do things. 
whatever the case, it's annoying, it's irritating, and that is the main reason why I started car therapy. So I hope that you enjoyed this first episode. I know that I was long-winded, but it's my podcast, and I can say what I want and do what I want. So if you don't like it, like I said, tune the fuck out. Who cares? You ain't giving me no money, or are you? Who knows? Donate shit. Is that an option on here? We'll find out. (laughs) Anywho, thank you for listening. Thank you for hearing next week or next day or next morning's episode. Yeah, we'll we'll see what it's going to be about. Might be about sex. Might be about God. Might be about these hoes down the street. Who knows? Tune in next time to Car Therapy. Thank you. I appreciate you. And stay fantastic. I got to come up with a better outro. Be amazing. Uh, Fuck bitches. Get money. All of that.